Hello everyone, hope you're keeping well. Welcome to episode two of the TRX UK podcast. My name is Nathan Di Rosario and I'm the head of education and training for TRX in the UK. Uh, today's episode is going to be with Nico Algieri. So I had a chance to sit down with him a couple of weeks ago at our head office in London to talk about his history with TRX um, and then also kind of his background in the health and fitness industry, how he got started, uh, how he founded Equilibrium and kind of his plans for the future. Really good conversation. Had a great time chatting with Nico. Um, I've known him for a few years now, trained with him, worked with him. Uh, and so it was a pleasure to actually sit down with him uh, for an hour or so, just kind of talking and having a chat uh, regarding, you know, all about Nico, which I'm sure he fully enjoyed. Um, yeah, hope you liked the episode. Uh, as always, please let us know uh, what you think in the comments and enjoy. Yeah, great, mate. So, how are you? I'm good. What have I done? Just come from an in-home client, actually, non-studio. Oh, really? Yeah, she's this Notting Hill client who has four TRXs in her basement, really? coming down from the ceiling. Yeah, so you can imagine the facility. Oh, brilliant! Um, I've just trained three women who are better at TRX than I am. Really? Yeah, way better. Based on your coaching, or yes, of course, no, just of course. No. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give that away. But I've trained them for the last three or four years and yeah they're amazing they're all in their 40s they all have three or four kids each yeah and they're just athletes you know there's handstands uh their mobility is outstanding their endurance is unbelievable they just do it with a, a poker face continually all yeah. the way through the session whereas i'd be screaming and shouting and sweating sure me too, yeah probably yeah, yeah. So is that generally like you, you talk about how they obviously we'll go in a bit more in depth later, but kind of the client, those particular clients, have they kind of improved just purely from suspension training, do you feel, or is it other stuff that they kind of added? Or I try and always say to them, right, so because <clears throat> you obviously, with TRX, you can't replicate weight training, right? So you can't, I can't add 70 kilos. I can't make them do a deadlift. I can't make them do a kettlebell swing. You can do hinge and lunge and squat movements. But what TRX does is it makes you into a gymnast. You learn how to control your core and with your core control, you then learn to move your extremities, so your arms and legs in a way that nothing else can really replicate. When are you ever gonna see a housewife with three children doing a gymnastic pendulum swing yeah. 20 times left to right. I mean, that's just phenomenal. So what it does do, the TRX, is it allows you to do really versatile, agile, complex movements that are beautiful and sexy, and it makes you feel confident. And then that, that kind of reverberates up through the rest of your body and the rest of your movements. So I just think that it, yes, in, in a short answer, it is down to TRX that these women are moving um, a lot better um, with a lot more understanding and knowledge of why they are moving in that pattern. Yeah, good. So let's start at the beginning and talk about how did you actually get involved with TRX or can we go even further back within the fitness industry? Yeah, okay, well, the, God. As the line I say, if I ever go on a podcast or if I write, is that me and Jay, my brother, Jay Brockway, who formed Equilibrium with me six years ago, we were forged in the fires of fitness. We always say it. So my father, Mr. Wales, 
so big ripped bodybuilder and I think that Renzo, was yeah. Renzo Algieri he's great he's Good. running Momentum Fitness in Cardiff um, he was Mr. Wales 30 years ago and about 5 years ago and then he came 5 years ago he came second in the world yeah. so he was the second best bodybuilder at his age group in the world wow. yeah phenomenal then Jay's father Graham Brockway um, so my stepfather was world kickboxing champion at four different affiliations uh, and to this day still teaches amateur boxers and trains seven days a week himself and then my mother the terminator as we call her trains aerobics insanity taibo five times a week and has done so for 30 years wow so i did a class with her over christmas i nearly died and yeah while i was nearly dying and i'm serious i know i use the word dying a lot i was <gasps> trying to keep up with her she at the same time was going 10 9 yeah. 8 and we've got 20 more go and doing the exercise brilliant looking at this 59 year old woman thinking how is she doing this yeah so um that's how we so those guys were always in fitness for their whole life and uh, me and Jay have been watching that for, since we've grown up. So I was in fitness. I was like Welsh champion, high jump, hurdles, pentathlon. Okay. Semi-pro footballer with football trials at pro clubs. I was never good enough. Yeah. But I was good enough to get trials. Yeah. I was never going to make it. Um, I liked girls and dancing too much. Well, that that first part, that's the same as me. Second yeah. part, not so much. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> I, uh, I went away to uni to journalism, film and broadcasting, came to London and worked in media. So if anybody don't know what media is, I was a, um, a, a strategic planner for Mediacom. So I was planning advertising campaign, campaigns for movies. So planning launch campaigns. So whenever you see movie posters on buses or digital screens yeah. or on your web browser or on your phone or trailers in, in adverts on TV, I would have planned and put them there. Like you, oh, do, okay. you work out demographics and target audiences. So what made you kind of not follow a career first of all in fitness then what was the decision to go into media um, myself or my mother like I wanted to be funny enough I wanted to be a lawyer because I would watch um, things like Murder in the First uh, okay, uh, things yeah. like that and yeah. I'd watch law programs and think that law was all glamorous and my mother wanted me to be academic and she's right so I did law in my first year at Cardiff University but I spent most of my time drinking I barely passed it but I did pass but it was so hard I thought no I'm not interested in this yeah um, so I did journalism and film and broadcasting, which is more towards what I love, because I love movies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then came to London, did the media thing, but I was just sick of doing PowerPoint presentations and Excel spreadsheets yeah. and going to clients and saying the same thing every week. And then it just so happened that my friend, Chris Elder, Chris, if you're listening, thank you very much, phoned me up and said, Nico, the men's health cover model competition is next week. I think you should enter. I was 26. Um, I was like, well, when is it? He's like, two weeks, mate. You've got two weeks to rip up. I was like, for God's sake. Like, yeah. these guys train for six months specifically targeting this conversation. He goes, yeah, but you've got better muscle. You'll be fine. Just rip up. So I phoned my dad, got a diet. I did rip up. I looked ill, but I was ripped. Yeah. And uh, I entered this competition. It was like an X Factor thing. It was hundreds of, hundreds of guys. We'd walk into a room, take our tops off and say about how balanced our lives are. And I've talked about it before, it's, that's rubbish. Yeah. If you're going to look ripped and muscular, life is not about balance. It tips very more towards training and yeah, nutrition sure. and not doing anything else. So I did that and I got into the top 12. Um, and I lost, got soundly beaten by a guy called David Godfrey, who is in amazing condition. Um, but I was focused. Mm. 
So it was something that I realized that I was, I was happy doing it, even though I was miserable eating that food. I was focused and felt great physically. So I quit on the spot one day. Oh, okay. Handed my notes in, my boss was shocked. Um, I phoned my mum, asked for a, uh, some money to pay the training room uh, education department to do a, a six week fast track in personal training. So nine to five, for yeah. six weeks. And I went to Croydon on a bus every day, sometimes walking in the snow and then got started as a personal trainer 12 years ago. And uh, while I was doing a PT exam, I knew I wasn't going to have any money. So I went on Gumtree, searched personal trainers needed and Butte Camp Pilates were looking for oh, okay. former Pilates teachers. I didn't know what the fuck that was. Yeah. Excuse my language, everyone. Because um, I was at that point, I was still a closed-minded Welsh boy. Not a lot has changed, to be honest with you. But I, uh, I was doing chest and arms for twenty six okay. years. So I go. Is that to, just based on kind of what you grew up with, in a sense? Yeah, of course. Like my father was a bodybuilder. Um, the Graham's my stepfather was a kickboxer, but he was also a bouncer. So yeah. I'm around big, muscular, aesthetic guys, and and you know I like that look. I still like that look actually, um, but not too big. And uh, I think you avoid. Uh, back then, I just avoided what I was not very good at, and. I was very springy and athletic. I could jump over a bar like 185 centimeters, do a Fosbury flop, but I couldn't squat a lot and my hips were quite tight. And I think so I avoided it. Um, and that's what, I think that's what a lot of guys do, which is a bad mistake. So anyway, I go to this reformer Pilates interview. I get the job, but she goes, do you want to do the class? I was like, yeah, okay. Um, and my favorite line, I nearly died. I got on the reformer. I had no legs. My core was yeah. absolutely destroyed in minutes. Like I had sweat ejecting off me at different angles. I felt sick, dizzy, and these. I looked left and right, and these women were poker-faced, pursed lips, breathing perfectly, yeah. moving perfectly. Easy, absolutely destroyed me, and I was hooked. I was like, right, teach me, and that started me on my journey. Okay, brilliant. So before I interject, actually, because is obviously I've spoke to your dad a bit. Has he ever mentioned that we kind of worked? with each other kind of like 10 years ago for you when he was at USN you and my father yeah really I so did, yeah I so the story yeah that. so might as well well it's not a big thing but so he, hang on now and you who gave him the TRX it Did wasn't you? me. All oh, right, so, I know that. Okay. So I used to obviously in my background. I used to work for LA Fitness, so I was the fitness manager at the time. I think it was at the one in Birmingham City Centre, which yeah. is obviously where I'm from. Um, and we obviously LA Fitness as a whole took the brand of USN products, um, and your dad had the the West Midlands area. Yeah, I remember him so doing. So he used to come into the club. Um, and you kind of train us up, um, do that 12, 12 week plan where you, you know, win stuff, members can win yeah. a lot of stuff. Um, so we did that for a bit, but I didn't actually remember because I, I went and saw your dad last year, looked at his studio, we had some food, and then he told me about it. And then I looked at him and I was like, I know you. And he looked at me and was like, Yeah, well, I know you as well. And I was like, LA <laughs> wow. Fitness. And was oh like, my God. Yeah. And that was. 10 years later I think it was so it's like full circle amazing in a way so well it's also well that's the um, coincidence and the link is that my father um, for anyone who doesn't know the story my father was uh, like Nate saying selling supplements to different yeah. companies and he went into a certain supplement company I think it was in Bristol and they gave him this bag this khaki green bag and it, he, he said do you want this and I was like what is it he was like I don't know it's a Trax or a T-Rex or some 
some sort of shit. And I was like, to be honest, dad, no. Again, I was closed-minded, 26-year-old. I knew better than everybody else. And uh, I took it off him and threw it in my boot. I was never going to use it. And uh, I don't know what it was. I've written about this. I don't know why I Googled it, but I must have thought about it two weeks later because I must have seen it in my car. And I thought, oh, I'll just have a look at it. Yeah. Because it looked like a real complicated strap, as it does to most people. It yeah. looks like a fussy piece of equipment. And it's just like, ugh. So I Googled it and I saw Randy Hetrick and Fraser Quelch hanging off a post or a lamppost or a tree or something on a sidewalk in San Francisco. It sticks in my head. And they were doing these movements and it just resonated with me immediately. Like, I was like, that is me. Yeah. I had been studying reformer Pilates, doing it, learning all these new movements, lunges, planks, rotation, and working out how important the core was and pelvic stability and scapular stability and things like that. But then I had all this back knowledge of athletics training, football training, bodybuilding. Yeah. And I saw that strap and I knew exactly what I could do so with it. So it became like more of a natural progression without you even realising yeah. it straight away. Yeah, like, I've written about it, it was like a lightning bolt. I saw yeah. it, I was like, there it is, that's it. So I got it out of the bag and um, hung this thing over a tree in Hyde Park with uh, the grass overgrowing and I just messed around on it. And uh, the, the short version is it changed my life yeah. forever. Um, but... I started training one client on it, one client told two clients, two clients told five clients. Yeah. And in the end, I had more clients than everybody in West London, and I was the go-to TRX guy. Yeah. Because nobody was doing TRX. Sure. Told, like, I spoke to Randy about this a few times, is that I was hanging, then I was going into gyms and hanging the TRX off a cross cable machine, pissing everybody yeah, off. Yeah, I can imagine. Just getting in the way. Because I had like, back then I had like 10 clients back to back. Yeah. And I was just hanging off this TRX, dominating the, the cross cable machine. Okay. Um, so it was just getting on everyone's nerves but yeah found the TRX and everything just changed yeah that's well that's that is good and so the majority of clients was it a mixture then you go to gyms take the strap you would be outside it would be in houses majority it was tree okay um, in Hyde Park and then I just got so busy I started going around people's houses hanging it off door frames yeah with the door anchor some people were lucky enough to have huge back gardens some people were smart enough to put a TRX anchor point up in the ceiling because they yeah. realized the benefits of it. And then um, sometimes I started going to gyms. When I started to get busier and I needed like to add kettlebells and stuff like that to really progress the clients a little bit more or add more resistance to them, I rented a gym called Heart and Soul, which is no longer there at the top of Lambert Grove. And again, I used to get on, um, get on these trainers' nerves. And I think they were Lee, Irvin, uh, Shahin, his name was, and Greg... Uh, but these guys were crossfitters and they used to look at me okay. like so sh- uh, you, today's guys. <laughs> you fucking dickhead yeah. like, get out of our way Yeah. because um, I'd be on the chin bar because they'd be doing kip ups and chin ups sure. and training and leg raises which is all amazing stuff Yeah. Um, but I needed to train my clients so yeah. it was always like a point of contention taking those straps and I suppose then that's kind of Obviously, TRX UK have been direct for a few years now, a couple of years, but I suppose in terms of the awareness, you have what we look after in terms of the course instructors, and then I'd probably say at the very start, there was you, yeah. and obviously your brother coming in. So how did your brother get involved? So, anyway? um, I, so I'm 12 years, Jay's eight years, so what's that? Four or five, after four or five years of personal training, Jay um, decided to come up from Pembrokeshire and start shadowing me, listening to the, the way I um, yeah. trained the clients to learn. Um, then he did his PT course and he went the same route. We got him a job at Bootcamp Pilates and he learned Reformer. And again, that completely 
changed the way he cued and delivered personal yeah. training towards clients because you learn how to speak in more guided, controlled ways. Sure. Um, and he then took TRX and he took it to a gym, the training house, I think it was called. Yeah, the training house. Training house. Someone will correct me. In Maidervale, great gym, owned by Sean Shahin. And uh, he then got in with Lee Irvin, who runs the Movement Clinic at the top of Lava Grove. Okay. Yeah. Lee Irvin is one of the best PTs in London, strength and conditioning coach. He started to teach Jay some CrossFit elements. But of course, I stayed away from CrossFit. And Jay started to learn a bit more, and he started to apply those fundamentals to TRX. Okay. And it worked. Yeah. And then I started to, my ears started to prick up on that. Jay, as much as I taught him on the TRX, he started to teach me. Yeah. So then we went and did a CrossFit Level 1 course, and that was an amazing course, well worth the money. Um, and we then started formulating what became Equilibrium because we found out that nine elements of fitness, if you train your clients in all of these elements of fitness, they can't help but become a rounded, complete athlete. Ah, uh, hence the name. Hence the name, equilibrium, yeah. the balance of opposing forces, total balance. Um, so were you two then just, kind of to start with, just the brand equilibrium still going out it was here, there and everywhere? No, there was no brand. It was Jay and Nico. Right. Um, and we knew we, need, we knew we needed to find a studio because we just wanted to progress and make something special. And uh, to be honest with you, as smart as the name Equilibrium now sounds, because it is the balance of opposing forces and elements of fitness, and it all mars quite beautifully, we sat there in a room and said, what words do we like? And me and Jay had just watched Equilibrium, the film starring Christian oh, Bale. Good film. Amazing film. Yeah. And I said, and I sat there and thought about it, and Jay goes, what about Equilibrium? I'm gutted that he chose the name of our brand, yeah. but he chose it, but I was like, it works, it's yeah. perfect. Jay then found a, a thousand square foot studio in Holland Park, West London, St. Anne's Road, and we applied for planning permission, and six weeks later we got it, and I remember yeah. like finding out that the planner phoned me, and I had tears in my eyes because I tried to get a studio for five years, really? and failed every time. Okay. So... Yeah, so for any young personal trainers out there who are listening, right, you have to say yes to everything initially, learn everything, even if it's, even if it's from, you know, egotistical maniacs like myself. Learn and steal from everybody and just keep plugging. Don't stay static or stagnate. Try and push for your future. Don't just stay in a gym doing PT. You've got to have ideas and an ethos. Yeah. And my advice is follow it. Um, yeah, because it does come eventually. Oh, yeah, for sure, love. You just gotta work though. Yeah, you just gotta. It is can't be lazy. It is hard work. Like in my background was obviously like personal training and management in the UK, but then, you know, like I've said previously, like I was never the best PT, um, and I kind of found that out properly when when I moved over to the yeah. bar, purely because you have to like you think working hard in London's bad. Try and go to the bar because it's literally like a gym with forty PTs because they yeah. don't care, and it's just seven days a week. 12 hour days yeah. which I'm sure like I'm preaching to the proverbial here because a lot of people do do that but yeah. that was just next level you'd be surprised on it like there are, there, are, there are the problem these days is that people have watched um, Instagram influencers fitness stars 
do literally nothing, take pictures of themselves and do a couple of workouts and make loads of money. Yeah. And that's because these people look, they've, you know, they've just got a genetic code and they look amazing and they take amazing pictures and they've got someone in the background who's very good at Lightroom and Photoshop and iMovie yeah. and Final Cut and they've made them look amazing and that's great and they, those guys do work hard but hard work and grinding as a personal trainer in the fitness industry is like, it's next level. Yeah. People just say, you just stand there and train people, they don't really do much. You're like, oh my God. Like, what, the trainer say that to you? Or people, people say just... it, like, you just stand there and train people. No, if you're a good trainer, like, you're, you are giving, like, your soul for 60 minutes each time. Yeah. By the end of the day, when you come home, if you've got a girlfriend or a, a flatmate, you can't talk to them. Yeah. You're spent, you're done. Yeah. I think that's where people, like, again, there's, there's a myth, because there are, like, excellent trainers, like you said, and there are some poor ones that are on your phone or go and warm up on a treadmill oh, come and join you. So yeah. I would say 95% of the trainers are not very good. Yeah. And the, the top, the 5% are brilliant. Yeah. Cause they know what it takes to put the work in. And so what do you think that, obviously that's a big difference in your opinion. So what do you think, what's the, one of the main differences and obviously graft and hard work, but graft. is it a level like education wise? Is yeah, it, it not is, interacting? Of what is it? It's, it's, um, stagnation so they do their PT course because they think right I'm going to go and stand in the gym I get to train myself it's a jolly I get to for you know to be presumptuous train some men some women and chat them up maybe yeah. depending on what you like I'll have an easy life I'll meet some women I'll meet some men great I'll just do that and that's that's not what it is you're supposed to be you do it to look after people and you have to you help them technically you know these people will come Clients and class people come to you to be helped. They they don't want to um, just be taken advantage of. You need to guide them into good positions. So anyway, right? So you need to learn some knowledge, yeah. education, constantly pushing yourself and practicing, but learning yourself, and just constantly working on your craft. As Will Smith says, hours and hours and hours of working on your craft makes you the best. And they don't. They just do the same thing. They do one session for the day. Yeah, and they roll it out to twelve clients. Yeah, and these are twelve completely individual, genetically different humans. So you can't do that. Yeah, each session has to be tailored to each to a different person. You yeah. can't just roll the same session out, and you know it takes years, and you've got you've got to be patient as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Patient and motivated and motivated all the way through. Yeah, and then you become the best. You can't just be the best straight away. It's impossible because yeah. people have got the, the thing is experience. Like when way back when, when I was, as I say myself, the go-to TRX guy, I was nowhere near as good as I am now. Mm. But I was willing to be trying and training yeah, yeah. every day. I was on TRX every day, um, just trying to improve. Yeah. No, which is it's correct, Anna. That's really good advice for mm. anyone that's listening on in terms of the PT. So kind of we'll go back a little bit to the, the studio because that's originally I was probably yeah i was in dubai when i first saw your studio on kind of social media yeah. i was like oh that's that's a nice so that kind of the background of the eq logo um and like seeing certain people coming in and trying with it that was kind of synonymous like again yeah. i didn't really know what trx was like in the uk from looking from the outside it was just equilibrium you, yeah, yeah. You, you and jay in equilibrium so kind of like you were there for a period of years can you just kind of go through what was that kind yeah. of was that like some so of the best times of your life or Oh, what one of the worst what, times. What a, uh, do you know? No, it was a magical, like amazing, beautiful part of our um, career, and it's only the end of it that got soured. But yeah, um, yeah we start this little studio, 
and we've got no money, no marketing budget, nothing. We've got some Welsh brick surrounding the toilet area. We've got a lovely, beautiful logo that my mate Dave Legion designed. Um, and we start the studio and little by little, we what we get right is the TRX formation because we didn't have a TRX A-frame. Yeah. So what we did, we, we, we worked out the perfect distance. I say we, I'm taking credit for this, Jay. I worked this bit out. So it was the distance between TRX laterally, so the person next to you in a class and the person opposite you. So it's kind of like an A-frame, but the distances are slightly better, yeah. slightly further away from each other, but you eat up space. Anyway, we worked that out, and then Jay beautifully designed the outside, so whatever um, supplementary equipment we had, so things like um, ski ergs, rigs, barbells, assault bikes, scale mills, kettlebells, dumbbells, Jay designed that, and, the, the, and we just nailed the layout of that gym, and yeah. it was just beautiful, and it was just the right, it was the right layout. So anyway, we start training clients. We've got no money. We don't have that many clients and we've got rent to pay. Yeah. So as much as I blame social media for making people feel insecure and you know anxious and making personal trainers lazy thinking they can just do social media, it is an amazing marketing tool and it builds communities and it inspires people as well. So I turned my nose up at it, again, all knowing Nico Algeria. Yeah. I, Hated Instagram, thought it was a piece of rubbish. See, that surprised me actually. I hated it. Yeah. Yeah, like you asked me about Instagram, I'm like, it's a load of crap, it's just dogs, trees, and cakes. Yeah. And sunrises and sunsets. And uh, I had to learn fast because it was the only way we could market our studio. Facebook, I don't rate as much. Some people talk about it and they love it. It just depends who you're marketing yeah, to. Yeah, we have conversations about that because um, Facebook, we find that there's, there's not more interaction, but there's more people that actually then kind of research it or they buy our products or buy yeah. our education so I agree with you there it's is, good for selling programs yeah. if you're in it if you're in it like you're in it, a, a fitness influencer yeah. and you want to sell programs Facebook targeted ads are a very good idea of doing yeah. it but anyway right so we go on Instagram and I start putting pictures of me and my top off doing push-ups doesn't work mm. nobody cares about me because of course I can do it I'm a trainer but then we start filming the clients and you know this you know 55 year old Mary who's got two kids who couldn't do anything two weeks ago is now doing a TRX headstand which is what me and Jay like to call an EQ original move which yeah. we can argue with worldwide people please send your emails in not to um, me to Nico yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway we put this woman doing a headstand on right Yeah. and that's it the whole of West London are thinking why am I not doing that really beautiful versatile movement mm. with my trainer and we just get an influx of clients. That studio is rammed. We start building classes. We sign up to ClassPass, yeah. which is, ClassPass is amazing, but as much of a curse as some studios may think it is, it is a benefit to small studios because mm. you don't have to market yourself and it gets people through the door. Yeah. Um, so the, that was great. And then we, and then luckily we trained this, I say luck, we worked hard for it, but we ended up training this woman who turned out to be Ellie Goulding's stylist at the time. Okay. Then we meet this amazing woman called Cass Gracie, who is, um, I think was Ellie's manager at the time. Right. And then Cassandra came to train with us, loved it, and started sending us people, and we'd managed to train people like Rita Ora, yeah. Ellie Goulding, Nicole Scherzinger, BB Rexer. And then at the same time, Jay starts building up this reputation 
of being one of the best strength and strength and conditioning coaches in London, having not done a strength and conditioning course. Right. This boy just researches himself like okay. from YouTube, learning from people like Lee Irvin and, and learning and learning and learning and absorbing. And he then suddenly attracts six professional boxers. You know, we're training people like Dylan White and mm-hmm. Isaac Chamberlain, Leon McKenzie, ex-world champion Johnny Nelson comes in. And this just magical little tiny box studio just starts attracting all these people. Yeah. And that's why you would have seen us because we start to build up this kind of um, notoriety, I suppose, for training people on TRX and, and developing them into these amazing movements. And yeah. it was just amazing. Yeah. And uh, that was that was the start and that's how it stayed for three or four years. Yeah, yeah, good. I mean, yeah, talking obviously about you, the social media sorted now, do you feel that's like, part that's that's always going to be with you now in terms of like your activity on instagram because you are quite active on there yeah or do you feel eventually it will be more kind of your your leagues off or do you actually enjoy it now i uh, funny enough right is that as much as my instagram channel may show it, it looks like a vanity project and it is it's, it's it is all about ego and um self-promotion i actually prefer being behind the camera yeah so I prefer what I do on Equilibrium's Instagram channel showing people and watch and, and making sure that the the video that I've made is showing the correct movement because people make a lot of mistakes when they're filming fitness because it's hard to get the right joints in it's hard to get the right muscle that you're actually filming you've got to promote the movement for what it is so yeah. that people can get inspired about it and do it correctly themselves and TRX is the hardest thing to film because it is so space consuming yeah You've got, you know, an eight to ten foot strap hanging off a ceiling plus a six, you know, between a, a four and six foot human to fit into a yeah a three by four frame. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll always be a huge part of it, Nate, but I, I'm getting old and ugly now, mate, so I... Uh, oh, you're not that ugly, mate. I will be, uh, I will remove myself from behind the camera and uh, yeah, I will always film people and create content. I love doing it. I yeah. love getting on iMovie and Final Cut, adding music. I like to put like a movie theme in there somewhere, make sure. it interesting. Um, yeah I don't I, I don't always love the way influencers do it but influencers are successful because they know the format and, and as much as I would criticise um, their stuff it works yeah but I like to make it a little bit more interesting like flashing your abs just before a video to show that you're doing abs is like ugh god okay same as everyone else ugh just put a bit of personality into it you look amazing we know yeah. you do but yeah put something into it but I guess in a sense in what it has like social media for for you and for Jai um, has kind of created an influence for you outside of the UK so do you like is, do many people come over now to your studios and stuff obviously you did a retreat as well yeah. that was we got people flying over from uh, I think Germany and France to come and do the retreat but I get messages we've got like a we've got big fans in the US South America Greece, Germany, Iran, yeah. Dubai, um, Spain. We get we get people from everywhere messaging us um, about the videos that we make, and it's really nice and it's really flattering, and it's nice that um, we can help and, and inspire people to go and do their own journey. Yeah, because we get I get sent videos every day, and it's really nice, and it, obviously it's a nice little ego massage for me as well. But it is really nice that. I get a lot of videos from around the world tagged. You see TRX, at TRX Training, at TRX UK, and at Nico Algeri, like, yeah. because of the, some of the stuff that I've made that they've yeah, copied. Yeah, and they, they like to get you guys to see it, but also me, and I always try and reshare it, because 
it's just lovely. It's good. I think that, yeah, what like I say, I think with everyone that we work with in the UK, and obviously we've got our course instructors that help me on that side as well in terms of awareness, but obviously I've worked with probably you more yeah. than most in terms of raising the awareness. It's that community feel. I don't yes. think we're never we're never too up ourselves to turn anyone away in that sense and kind of, yeah, that's that's great, you know, we'll, we'll reshare it. Could it be better? Yeah, probably could. And that's where the coaching can come in, yeah. uh, come to your facility or come anywhere else. But in terms of just kind of giving someone a shout out for saying, like, you know, yeah. well done or thanks for, you've seen some of the exercises that we're doing, you're having a go yourself, that sort of it, I think. It means, it means a lot to them. Like, because I'm, like, if anyone's aware of mine or uh, Equilibrium's Instagram channel, I did this thing called the TRX Rockstars and I just did a shout out across the world yeah. basically to say look to be a TRX rock star you don't have to be doing handstands and backflips and splits you just have to do a TRX row or a squat or a lunge and a push yeah. and you are in your own right a, you know a rock star yeah. so send in your videos and if you go on my channel you'll find it it's real basic movements and there's people from everywhere across the whole globe doing yeah. and I'm not in it actually it's just people from around the world just doing all, uh, I think five or six basic TRX movements. Yeah, that's magical. It's a good video. And these people were messaging me saying, "Oh my god, I can't believe I got in it. Thank you so much." Yeah. One woman did a video and she filmed the whole video from behind the A-frame. So the A-frame is cutting across most of most the screen. Of it. I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I put it in because she just put all that effort in. It was just nice. I think that's it. It's a good shout out, yeah. isn't it? Um, so yeah, we're kind of wrapping up now, but obviously I want to talk about. Um, like last year when the gym box event because obviously yeah you've met randy a couple of times before that right but never yes. worked out with him met him in greece and then i think i met him two or three times yeah okay so he obviously came down for a, the week obviously to do a, a couple of press events including the one we did with nico yeah. at gym box uh, and for the summit but obviously you've mentioned it a few times in terms of kind of he's a hero of yours. So what was that kind of experience with you? Because it was pretty much like the whole day, wasn't it? I know you had food and all before. And Yeah, Randy's amazing. And I got to, I got to record my own podcast with him and I will try and release that. Um, After Q, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Q1 this year. Um, but he's inspiring. Like, what a journey. Um, it's, it's not dissimilar, but like he had to come from being the best Marine on earth to take a step down and restart business, then design the TRX strap and you know beg, borrow, and steal, get people to take TRXs into their gyms, which I imagine was hard because I was at the same like after he created it, I had to go and try and convince people to use TRX. So I kind of understand what he had to go through, but this guy had to sell this to the world. Like yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal. Looking back now, you think it was the easiest thing ever because obviously oh, well, it's, it's it got a great piece of kit. Yeah, it got put in my hand, but how did it get to that point? Yeah. So yeah, Randy's amazing and inspiring. How did it feel to train him and Fraser? you got to remember like the story I told. They inspired me to start my career in TRX and now suddenly I'm stood, there's 20 people around me and two people attached to those straps are Fraser and Randy and I'm coaching them. It's yeah. just like an absolutely amazing experience. Um, for Jay as well. But Randy's one of my heroes, so it was a, a great experience. No, good. It's good to take the piss out of him as well, because he's getting old now. Yeah, yeah, bless him. Yeah, um, bless his little cotton socks. Yeah, yeah. Randy, if you're listening, don't kill me. Yeah, hopefully he listens to this after San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so yeah, kind of wrapping up now. So there's always there's going to be the same questions I ask everyone at the end. So okay. same to you. Your favourite TRX exercise. Yeah. It can be one if you can sing it out. If there's one or two, that's fine. And then who you've kind of been impressed with and it could be way back when you first started or someone that you've seen on social media now or you've gone and trained 
So those are the two questions. So XRs first. Okay, so my fa- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick a, a, a basic and an advanced, right? So yeah. my favorite TRX basic move is a TRX bent knee low row. Okay. I love the feeling of that fast pull closing your scapula behind you, getting your back to work because a lot of body weight exercises and yoga and stuff like that, they miss out that element of pull. Yeah. And I think pull is so vital to your fitness. So TRX low row, my basic, and then my favorite advanced movement, if when I'm fit and I can achieve it, is a TRX push up into handstand. Okay. So your feet are in the straps, you do a push up and you flip up into a yeah. handstand. And if you can control it and make it look guided and, and technical, like my brother Jay does, not like me, I just muscle it up like some lunatic, but. Jay does it beautifully. If you can do that, then great. Um, who has impressed me? There's a few people actually. Yeah, you can give as many shout outs as you I think you, you want. mentioned it on the last podcast, Mistress Fitness. Yeah, Louisa. Because she's um, incredibly original with what she does. The thing with TRX is that there are lines to follow and I love people that step outside the lines and, and create their own stuff. Louisa, so the Mistress Fitness. Um, is it Quincy Williams? Yeah. So Q Fitness. Dan Santos, personal trainer. Um, who else do I love? Oh, Pilates nine four nine. Okay. Who's okay? Stepped out of, stepped away from TRX a little bit and made her own suspension method. But again, I've got a lot of respect for that. Um, her physique is incredible. Some yeah. of her movements on the uh, TRX are spectacular. Yeah. Brilliant. It's good choices there, mate. Yeah. So yeah, so um, in terms of like social media, where they can find you, where they can look for you, obviously you're doing some um, PT Chronicles at the moment, so where can people like reach out to you and find out about more about you? Yeah, so I'm on at Nico Algeri, you can also follow us on at We Are Equilibrium. Uh, the PT Chronicles that Nate is talking about is me chronicling 12 years of, of being a personal trainer and just how hard it was at the start and the grind. So if you're a new PT, or an old one actually, and you want to kind of reminisce on how hard it was as well then then have a read it's uh, it's on my website on nicoalgieri.net brilliant thank you Nate thanks mate appreciate your time so that's it for episode 2 thanks again for listening if you enjoyed the episode or if you didn't then please feel free to subscribe like and leave a review uh, on Spotify on SoundCloud and also Apple Podcasts if you're looking for inspiration uh, into TRX training or you need some new ideas or just want to see how other people train, then feel free to check our social media channels. So on Facebook, it's TRX Training UK and on Instagram, it's at TRX underscore UK. If you're actually looking to join the TRX community and become a qualified TRX trainer, then feel free to have a look at our education courses on trxtraining.co.uk. You can also access that website for any TRX equipment that you need. Look forward to the next episode. See you soon.